Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Oh my god. There's a website I'm going to talk about one of my stories for tomorrow called um, How Long to Beat. This is such a cool, like, you can join the site or whatever for free, but like, if you click on Tomb Raider, let me see. Please take fucking forever. It tells you how long it takes, like, and it's based on, uh, you know, users. So it'll say, right. main story, 10 hours, 6 minutes. Main plus extras, 14 hours and 6 minutes. If you want to complete everything, 18 hours and 26 minutes. And it says, like, if you do a speed run, it's been taking them this much. And, and they play it mostly on the PC and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> one asshole said he played it on the original Xbox because he's a douchebag. It's but always that guy. It's always that guy. That just has to be stupid. <laughs> you know? Well, I played it when it was on the uh, Sega Genesis. It's like, no, you didn't. Shut up. <laughs> no, you fucking didn't. Dude, have you ever seen a conversation like that go down when somebody says something douchey like that and then just somebody's just had enough? And they go, no, you fucking didn't. Nobody fucking believes you. Sit the fuck down. It's like kind of like so awkward to see that happen. I know. Because the dude is just snapped. Yeah. He's just like, I'm fucking sick of this bullshit. It's almost. It's like I always think of basketball, where he's like, going, "I like." He goes, "I like hostels." No, you don't. You like Taco Bell. What you what you want? What you what you want? Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas coming to you from Los Angeles, California, and coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona, Adam Riley. It's not that exciting. Yeah, it really isn't. Phoenix, you know, it don't go Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Phoenix Comic Con's going on right now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what it ends it ended today, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Sunday for those of you that we're recording this Sunday night. Uh, so yeah, it ended. Yeah, it was this weekend. I'm surprised you didn't. Uh, oh no, you were working anyway. So yeah, yeah, they had it on Memorial Day weekend, and uh, that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> I gotta work. Yeah, but, I know, uh, right? I think I'm gonna plan going next year though, because it looked pretty cool. 
This yeah. is like the first year I paid attention because I, I wasn't here for a couple of years. I was in L.A. derping around. So look pretty look pretty interesting. Yeah, and they get quite a few quite a few celebs over there. Although I I I do have them liked on my Facebook page, and I was noticing there were quite a few people dropping out because of uh, other commitments and shit. But uh, yeah, and that that usually happens at the smaller shows. Yeah, like they'll say it and then they'll go, oh fuck it. Um, what's his name? From Doctor Who, not the Doctor. Obviously, uh, the one dude, the spaceship captain. Spaceship captain. The fucking, the one who goes both ways. Oh, Captain Jack. Yeah, he was there. And a, a friend from mine. Yeah, and a friend from mine uh, from work got a picture like, <laughs> all right. And she got a picture with R two D two. That well, yeah, you have to. And that's the real celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> the mo- the mobile trash can that beeps at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where do I push with my foot to open it? I got those cup away. <laughs> it's a recycler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh dude, I I posted earlier. I like this. Uh, I speak sarcasm second language. You sound better with your mouth closed. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of people like that. <laughs> I know. I'm like sometimes. Uh. So. First off, really quickly, I wanted to uh, now I wanted to issue an apology. Shame. Now, yeah, I know it's shameful, shameful. Uh, for those of you that actually uh, follow the website, uh, I tend to do more of the the bulk of the stories for the site, uh, mostly because Adam's got other shit to do, and uh, I yeah. I tend to not, but. This last couple of months have been kind of really weird for me. I f- broke up from a long-term relationship, kind of went into the toilet a little bit. Now I kind of got back out of it, reconnected with people, and basically started dating again. And the site has kind of suffered from my end. And you kind of know that you probably kind of know, like, unless you're Adam. Uh, <laughs> I didn't notice at all. Like uh, I was, we were talking about the show notes, and I said, I hate that he doesn't take the bold off for the links because I'm really anal about stuff like that. And then he goes, why do you apologize? on the?" Th-? I'm like, why? They're not going to see the show notes. <laughs> I, I had no idea what was going on. Uh, so, like, you know, I've been just, you know, aside from work and like, and then, you know, dating, meeting girls, stuff like that, I just kind of let the web, my side of the site fall off. So, like, there are days where I only post, like, a few stories and not my whole day's worth, and that's happened more than um, more on the, uh, than several occasions, and that's usually relegated to Adam. So, yeah. if Adam doesn't post his stories, See, I don't. My, mine's, done. you know, he's very busy with dating and having a good time. I'm usually, like, taking a kid to the doctor's or working a longer shift. Yeah, you know, bullshit stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, not as important as fucking around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've we've I've been really good with the podcast because that's not just me. It's always involving someone else. If I it, would notice that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm recording this podcast by myself for some that reason. That would be a mess. A mess. <laughs> And, you know, because I'm always, always coordinating that with someone else, with Adam or with like uh, just recently this week uh, in uh, the Cinephile podcast, Patrick is going to be on this week's show. Um, so, you know, coordinate with other people. You, you got to be there for that. But for like the stories and stuff, I just kind of been fucking off. And uh, so in order for the site to be successful and for you guys 
visiting us, you're doing us the favor by showing by reading the site, checking it out. So me not doing my portion of it is 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 unacceptable, Shame. unacceptable. And um, yeah, so to me, that's an apology to you. So starting um, today, which would be Monday for you guys listening to this, or whatever day you're listening, uh, no more of that. It's going to be straight all my stories every day. Um, but on that same note, there won't be a Lazy Geeks podcast next week. <laughs> yes, uh, Steve decided to take the week off. Oh, fuck you. To go vacation abroad the weekend <laughs> off. Yeah. So, too oh, bots. wait, abroad means two outside bots. the country. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> to go vacation abroad or maybe two. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually, yeah, leaving town next weekend to go visit family or celebrating or having a big family event. A lot of family's going to be there. Um, so... I don't really know if I'm going to have peace and quiet. And plus, I thought, well, let's we could always do one early. And then Adam, well, we could just skip it. Um, <laughs> I did not say that. Yes, you did. Because I gave you. I ask- agreed with you when you said, "Would you rather skip it?" And I said, "Well, I guess I don't care." You know. Uh, but the and big- now that I've found out your dark secrets of just not doing anything, <laughs> you know, now I don't know what's going on. Uh. But, you know, so with that, I just – plus the fact that it's been three months since um, Adam and I have started doing weekly Lazy Geek podcast. And last month uh, – or no, this month actually uh, for May, there's been five shows this week, this month. So you figure – There's been a lot of podcasting going on. Yeah, there's been a lot. So it's just – it's been – it's funny because it's been crazy, but it hasn't. So, I mean, I think we've got it tied down to a nice, smooth point that we can burn out two shows and then be cool. Well, now that I have my own place to live, too. Yeah, that helps. A little easier for me to do shit. Yeah. So, um, so on that, you know, again, I want to apologize, but also, too, so if you guys, on next Monday, you guys won't be hearing, um, hearing the show, but you will have a Thursday show. So you won't be out of it for too long. All right. That, that was beautiful. Right, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, but one thing I noticed is you didn't apologize to me. I mean, you don't deserve an apology. See? Bullshit. <laughs> Everything you just said meant nothing. <laughs> skate, 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 skate. <laughs> Angry skate. No, that's a sad skate. Skate. <laughs> 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 Skeet, skeet. I got one thumb out and one on my jaw. <laughs> skeet, skeet. <laughs> and acquaintance. Oh, man. That Lego. Dude. <laughs> so. That's all we have to say is the Lego set. That's it. The Lego. <laughs> no, okay. So a lot of you might have heard about the um, the Lego, life-size Lego model of the, <laughs> of the freaking X-Wing. It's in an airplane hangar. That's how big it is. <laughs> What is it? Twenty three tons, made with five five. I don't know why it says five point three million bricks. That's possible. That's a lot of bricks. That is a lot of bricks. Um. So somebody made this. Maybe I should find this name. <laughs> Give him a little credit. Oh, it comes complete with R two D two and full range of sound effects. Oh, nice. Um, I'm pulled this from Wired.com. <clears throat> I don't know what his fucking name is, and I'm starting to not care because I can't find it. <laughs> um, if, Wired, for, if Wired didn't put in a prominent position, they don't care either. 
<laughs> what do, where is he? Or a team? Oh, it took a team of structural engineers to ensure that the model was safe, so you could sit in it and goof <laughs> off and shit. Um, and just, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, it, was, it was structurally safe. Why are they actually gonna fly this fucker? <laughs> but the the trip, and if you go to wired.com, it's on their front page right now. It should be on their front page for the next couple of days. And they got a, a series of photos here. And it, it's awesome. I mean, the detail's great. And it was funny. They had it out in Times Square, too. It was funny because when I first saw it, I kind of saw it at a dis, like the far away picture. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, who built that shit? And I was like, oh, it's made out of Legos. <laughs> Yeah, never mind. I know. It was, when when uh, Adam and I were talking about that, I was like, going, "I knew it! I knew it! The government mm-hmm. was into this shit." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking X ones gonna attack Russia. Basically, it's just <laughs> shit. That's what we're trying to say. That's really all we needed to say. I just wanted to point it out. If you didn't know it existed, it does. Check out uh, Wired. <laughs> you can check see out it. Wired, or just go to Bing and put, um, or excuse me, Google. Christ. Um, <laughs> and put an X-wing, X-wing uh, Lego model. It'll yeah. pop up for you. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, I I've been having this issue on my computer. Um, I user error issue. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been using Soundbooth for CS5 to render the podcasts. Uh. Now, it's a lot more intensive than any other audio software. The problem was is I have, like, 300 gigs and, like, uh, two over 200 gigs of available memory on my on my C drive. Everything is, in, everything is stored on my D drive, but for some reason my C drive was getting chewed up, and I couldn't figure out what the hell. <laughs> so... Uh, I couldn't figure it out, and I was down to like 20 gigs, like yes, as as late as yesterday. And I talked to Patrick, who also uses CS5. Right up. I'm, I'm telling him, and he goes, "What do you use for the um, podcast?" And I told him, and he goes, "Oh, yeah." He goes, "They store a full copy of whatever you're working on on your C drive, even though you save it and everything onto the D drive. It still stores one in there." He goes, go to the, um, he goes, go to edit, go to preferences, media, and then delete your, uh, media cache. And I was like, all right, well, let's see how that does. It took probably about 30 seconds, 45 seconds to actually delete everything. I go back in there, got 200 gigs left. I was like, wow, that much shit. And I've been using CS5 for a while. It's like two, almost two years. And I'm thinking, damn, I had two years of backed up shit on this fucking computer. That's crazy. Yeah, so he says that it's for, I think it's sound, if you have CS5 Soundbooth um, and Premiere, I think, he goes, he does that. So if you're having this similar issue, he said he didn't even find it until he actually went to like one of those forums and found it out. So if you're having some, a similar issue, yeah, that might be it. So, but that's Word. Adobe for you. So basically, learn how to use shit before you use it. You know, <laughs> since you're throwing so many big words at me, I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> no, he hit me up. He's like, I'm having a problem. Every time, every time Steve has a problem with his computer, 
um, I'm having a problem with my computer. <laughs> well, and I'm like, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm pretty thorough. You know, like I, I know some of the stuff. And then sometimes Adams knows, maybe ha- knows something else that maybe I'm not doing. And then maybe, but he's, oh, uh, you know, it's like talking to. Oh, I said all the normal shit. Yeah. You check your porn collection. Sometimes it gets swollen up, you know, and you have to. Yeah, it does. That That's right. <laughs> I suggest basically everything I suggested, like the CC cleaner or C cleaner and all that shit, he had already done. So I, I, then I just threw my hands up and said, oh, I'm not there. I can't see what it is. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Basically. But just just to let you know, Pat didn't even look at my computer. I told him I told him this while we we're out. And he's like, oh, it's probably that. Well, I don't know how Cause, to use cause, goddamn shit. Because damn know, program. Because, you know, I'm just just saying that Patrick seems to be more boss than you. That's well, first of all, Patrick is is a hundred and ten percent beast mode uh, all the time. Like from from the times that I've spent with him, the, he he's just I don't know if he knows how to fail, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. is there anything he doesn't know how to do? He's the only man that he drove a Prius and it looked badass. <laughs> I know. Seriously, right? I'm not I'm not being dumb. I'm not being condescending. He was driving a Prius and I'm in the back seat. I wasn't even in the front. And I was like, hey, man, this is, pretty, this is pretty sick whip, dude. Like, everything's looking dope in here. You know, I would never say that to anybody else. I'd be like, you are in a fucking <laughs> fucking roaming dental dam. You know? <laughs> well, it nope, was, not, not Patrick. Well, it was funny because, like, we were uh, we were driving back from um, getting some food. As we're driving, he comes up, and there's a fucking Mercedes driving slow as hell. He fucking passed him in his Prius. I was like... Yeah, you know, you kind of had wish they had the camera, and you just kind of had that music swell up, like as he's just whipping around them, like flipping them the bird, and, you know, all that shit. It's like, dude, beast mode. Yeah, total beast mode. Beast mode. <laughs> 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 that's a new, that's Patrick's new theme song. Beast mode. Beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right. I think it's time we get into news now. Okay. All right. In uh, movie news this week, while remakes and reboots are becoming commonplace nowadays, it seems that there is one of those movies that won't exactly draw the ire of movie fans. Universal announced this last week that they are planning a remake of the 1994 Jean-Claude Van Damme film, Time Cop. Yes. The film is not exactly a cinematic masterpiece, nor is it the sort of film that isn't um, that isn't someone's favorite movie uh, unless it's prefaced with a guilty pleasure. The Hollywood Reporter claims that the studio is approaching it as a reboot and is out for writers. Also, no Van Damme will be involved in it in any way. The film itself was a se- uh, the film itself was successful and was one of Van Damme's most successful films. The film spawned a short-lived TV series. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, Time Cop. I teams. don't. I don't remember. Yeah. That. <laughs> and a direct to DVD sequel. As we, um, as far as we know, no one is tied to the project except for producer Mark Schmerger. Uh, I don't know. I know some people will be screaming bloody murder, but I think the film could be done better than the original 1994, especially without the splits in uh, that Jean Claude Van Damme does in his kitchen. Uh, hey, you know what? When that happened, you know you were kind. Of, Damn, that's kind of badass. Yeah, and at the same time, I'm going. Oh, that's got to hurt, yeah. But I've always believed some films deserve a remake or reboot if the film was shortchanged by the times or budget, so it'll be interesting to see how this one turns out, because I think it could be pretty fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the story of Time Cop was dope. It was just it just was a Van, 
Van Damme movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it just kind of was silly. But the, the story of it is cool. It oh, kind of yeah. reminds me of the newer movie um, with Jet Li, The One. Oh, right, yeah. Because that – I mean the two movies have nothing to do with each other. But that movie was badass. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. So moving right along to more fucking weird shit. <laughs> um, it's almost hard to believe that it's already been almost a year since The Dark Knight Rises was released in theaters. I'm sure it's pretty cemented in each of our memories. So you'll remember the Clean Slate program that Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, was supposed to get for selling Bruce Wayne's fingerprints. The program supposedly does exactly what it's titled. It gives a person a clean slate by deleting them from every database in the world, essentially taking off, taking them off the grid. And I kind of – that was kind of a misprint of me. It, it deletes their criminal record. Whatever. <laughs> um this program is a complete act of fiction that was used as the plot point for the Kyle character. In reality, the company um, Fortress Grand has sued Warner Brothers for using the that particular name for the program. Fortress Grand uh, has a computer program that uses the same name, which is used to delete the history from a computer. A lot less glamorous than what Batman does. Also a program that's completely useless, being that every operating system in the known world does that already. <laughs> I just added that. Um, the Hollywood Reporter reports that Judge Philip Simon's main query in this case was, is it trademark infringement if a fictional company or product in a movie or television drama bears the same name or brand as a real company or product? So that's, that's, that's his question. His answer to the – he answered himself. That's beast mode. Like, he's like, I asked the question. But I don't want you to answer it because I'm the shit. I already know the answer. His answer was no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> So he goes on and says, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers clean slate software only exists in the fictional world of Gotham. It does not exist in reality. This may seem to be a small point, but it has big ramifications for the consumer confusion analysis. Because obviously this um, Fortress Grand is saying, oh, it's going to cause confusion. Like, well, the fuck? People aren't that stupid. I know. You know <laughs> like, oh, they, they got that clean. That must be the one Catwoman was trying to get. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke some more crack. <laughs> I know it's like, really, dude. You're gonna, you're yeah. gonna honestly mistake that. You're gonna. So where's the rest of this shit? Oh, here we have another money grab lawsuit, where a small company tries to dig in large pockets for scraps. It's amazing that they believe they had even had a case. Not only are they suing a fictional universe, but the term "clean slate" is a pretty broad term, yeah, exactly. and isn't really specific enough to copyright in the first place. Judge Simon, much like Batman in The Dark Knight Rises, serve justice. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, I mean, that's just this patent troll. That's just all. Yeah, it's just patent trolling. And, yeah. and, and you'll see that any time. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Something similar to what we're doing. And there are huge companies. Sue, 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 sue. Shut up. Yeah. I'm trying to sue your ass. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, in uh, in gaming news this week, uh, with the next generation consoles making their way to market this year, the obvious question is, what will become of support for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360? Apparently, through the eyes of EA, it seems that the publisher will continue support for the console through 2017. Financial uh, Chief Financial Officer Blake Jorgensen revealed the commitment during a keynote address at the Stifle. 2013 technology conference in New York, according to GameSpot's um, account of the speech. 
as um, as he said during the speech, contradicted previous statements that EA will continue to support the Wii U, uh, which has the same technology Xbox and the PS3, as for as a reason for supporting the current gen consoles for another four years. EA has confirmed that their upcoming Battlefield 4, FIFA 14, and the next Need for Speed will be coming to both Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. It seems that many people will still have time to play these games on their current consoles until they have to save up for those next-gen devices. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like how everyone's saying that they're going to support um, previous-gen. I think everyone learned a little bit from Sony with the PS2. Yeah. Because they, they supported the PS2 for well past its um, expected shelf life, and it dominated. You know, because not everybody can run out and afford freaking six, seven hundred bucks right away. Exactly. I mean, well yeah. into the PS3, probably like half the life Half the life cycle of the PS3, the PS2 was still selling games. It was selling more than the PS3. Yeah. At some point, so... It is what it is. So, speaking of Sony and the PlayStation... Oh, shit. Segway! That's right. Um, There are two racing simulator franchises that set the benchmark for all those that come before. Both are console-exclusive titles, with Sony having Gran Turismo and Microsoft having Forza Motorsport. While racing fans were treated to some footage of the upcoming Forza Motorsport 5, which will be coming out on the upcoming Xbox One, Sony fans are wondering why the next Gran Turismo will be coming out on the PS3 and not the new PS4. SCEE CEO Jim <laughs> Ryan, Sony loves acronyms. I know they, they really do. do. Um, spoke with the PlayStation blog about why Gran Turismo 6 is debuting on the PS3 and how Sony feels the PS3, quote, has a lot of potential, end quote, that developer Polyphony Digital can utilize. So here's a quote quote. Um, you had G- GT1 and GT2 on the PS1. This is another, by the way, acronym, just riddled with acronyms. So you had GT1 and GT2 on PS1, GT3 and GT4 on PS2. Then there's a GT5 on PS3 and a space <laughs> next to it. I feel like I'm reading a Dr. Seuss book. Um, The difference between Gran Turismo and GT2 is unbelievable, but they're both on the same platform, Ryan said. The difference between GT3 and GT4 is huge. We're absolutely confident when GT5 comes out, or I'm sorry, GT6, you'll you'll see a big step change uh, up, a big a big step change up from GT5 too. Um, there's still a lot of potential on the, on PS3 that a developer like Polyphony could really exploit. Exploit, maybe? After that hacking thing, oh, choose your words right. <laughs> I know, I'm choose just choose your words dick. carefully. I'm just being a dick. Um, Sony also added that if they were to debut the title on the PS4, they would have no installed customer base, being that GT6 would be a launch title at that point. For the PS3, there are already 70 million units that have been sold. Quote, and the other factor is that on PS3, it's going to say exactly what I said, too. I do this all the time. And the other factor is that on PS3, we have an install install base of 70 million units. On PS4, on launch day, we'll have an install base of zero units. That's math for you, folks. Um, there'll science. Be plenty, yeah, <laughs> science. He just dropped it. Um, there'll be plenty of games to help drive PS4 not least Drive Club in the racing genre for from Evolution Studios, a studio with a fantastic pedigree. That little bit at the end, because Drive Club's going to be a, a racing game. It's going to be a launch title for the PS4. It, it's funny that the way he put it is kind of like, 
it's not as good as Gran Turismo. That's why we're not putting that one on the system that has no long, the install base. Drive Club's okay, yeah. but Gran Turismo needs to be over here. Um, you know, and I had shit at the bottom, but it's not important. So it's it's um. At first, I was kind of like, why would you put on the PC? And then I'm like, yeah, well, that does make sense. You had two two Gran Turismo games per console, and and the the graphic and um, mechanics of each game did jump up significantly because they always had it come out as a Gran Turismo game at the beginning and then there was one at the end of a life of a console. Mm. So it, it did do that pretty well. And, it, and they need to... The only problem is, though, you have Forza Motorsport 5 coming out on the Xbox One and it looks sexy. Yeah, that, that looks so, really sexy, yeah. We'll, we'll see what's really going on, <laughs> you know, but... Oh, by the way, guys, if you haven't, um, if you heard about, you know, obviously the Xbox One and um, PlayStation 4, uh, last Thursday, look for the Lazy Ring of Death podcast number three. Adam and I actually discuss in length both the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, what is factually known, compare them, and um, we kind of decided on which console we would go with based on what we knew now. Um, which one we go with? So if you want to hear true story. true story, if you want to hear all about that, and you want um, go check it out on iTunes or on the website. You're welcome. By the way, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. In comic news, changes in the creative teams and title cancellations have been dominating much of the news coming out of DC Comics these last few months. It seems that one of their longtime writers, James Robinson, has announced that he will be leaving the company with Earth 2 number 16. Quote, as of today, I'm leaving Earth 2 with issue 16. It's been a blast, Robinson tweeted on Friday. Yes, this also means I'm no longer working at DC. Best wishes and regards to Dan uh, Didio and Jeff Johns and everyone. Uh, This comes as a huge surprise to many people as of this past March, Robinson was talking about the long-term plans of his series meeting up with the characters from Earth-1. Quote, Issue 13 really is the beginning of all the pieces coming together for the big event at the end of next year, the writer said. Obviously, everyone can guess um, it's when these Earths are going to finally meet for the first time. Those pieces are starting to be laid out in my book, and you'll also see things happening in other books. Yes, I have this independence and I'm creating all these new characters and creating this world, but I do have to be aware that it is part of the DC universe. Yes, I have freedom, but I do have to be mindful of what's going on in Justice League and various other books. DC Comics has not confirmed his departure as of the, as of this writing last week, um, but we'll follow up the story when more information becomes available. So it kind of, it strikes me as odd is because, yeah, I remember reading that, you know, he's talking about, oh yeah, all this big stuff. So, what happened is is kind of the thing. Right. Because there's been, you know, quite a few people bailing on DC, like, abruptly. I mean, the, you had the, the new writer for Action Comics bails before his first issue actually hits out. Same thing with the, um, was it the Green Lantern writer? The one that mm-hmm. took over after Jagoff John? Um, <laughs> uh, he bailed right before his first writing, his first issue came out, so... It's kind of interesting to see what's going on over there. Yeah, well, they better figure it out. Because the books right now are doing pretty, like, I like them. I don't <laughs> want it to screw up. Yeah, but they're still not doing the kind of numbers that I guess they were hoping for at the end, you know? But 
You know, I mean, yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, you change the universe in the beginning, and yeah, everybody's like, oh, cool, let's check them out. But then, of course, you have to keep it up. Yeah, and now it's just comic books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, which is a declining market, unfortunately. Yeah. So, speaking of DC comic books, it segues all day, dude. <laughs> um, Warner Brothers is planning a Justice League film. What? That's right. Depending on the success of the Man of Steel film, due out next month. Uh, there has also been some unofficial talk of a Batman-Superman title uh, in the works as well, which is completely set in rumor stone at this mo- at the moment. So don't, <laughs> don't start freaking out. I'm going to go see that Batman-Superman movie because Adam said it's coming out. <laughs> um, Man of Steel star Henry Cavill, who the entire time I wrote this, I so – every single time I put Carvel. <laughs> Carvel. And I had to keep deleting the uh, – um, Henry Cavill has thrown in his two cents on the possible team-up film. So he says, I think it would be really interesting with the age-old Batman-Superman conflict because they are two different sides of the same coin, and their methods are entirely different. Cavill told SFX in a recent interview. Again, he says, and I think it would actually make for an interesting story as to why, first of all, they were going head-to-head and how. I think that would make a great story. So basically what makes the comic book so good when they team up. So Cavell makes a great point, of course, in a Batman-Superman film that explored how they want the same thing but achieve it in different ways uh, would be interesting. Truth be told, I've always thought that a Superman-Batman film... I don't know why I switched the... Now it's Superman-Batman. It's not Batman-Superman. Superman-Batman film happening before the Justice League film would make more sense. Um, Superman and Batman are arguably the two most recognizable characters in the Justice League, and it would make for a great transition into a full-on Justice League movie, as well as having a different feel to it than the Marvel films, because we know they want to dare to be different. Right. Um, let's hope that this happens sometimes in the future. I think that would be sick. Well, if you look at it, remember in even in the Justice League animated series, it was Batman and Superman first. Mm-hmm. And, and then, that's what they're doing. They're doing this shit in the comic right now. They're going to have that Batman-Superman book. Yeah. Which is supposed to take place before Justice League, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like, okay, you know, that makes sense because obviously they're the two founding members of Justice League. So, you know, what? why not? It just makes a lot more sense. I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. It would make It would make sense. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, oh, we teamed up for some things. And it's like, you know what? One half bad idea. Exactly. Let's get some other motherfuckers mm-hmm. on this. You yeah. Know, so. You know, it's like, you know what? See, see, with between me and and Superman over here, we're kind of a big deal. So we want to bring you folks in to kind of, you know, to be our like our our our, um, our sidekicks. Right. <laughs> it's like Superman comes up with the idea for the Justice League, and then at the meeting, Batman goes. This is a great idea. I'm glad I came up with it. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) See, what happened was. (laughs) See, what had happened was Superman was taking a nap. (laughs) And he left his his shit written down on a napkin. That's right. (laughs) Finders keepers. (laughs) Finders keepers. That's legally binding. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. So uh, both of our technology news bits are about the Xbox One. Um, 
so we're going to let young Steve over there <laughs> go first, and then I'm just going to talk about something, too. <laughs> okay. That's how that works. <laughs> That's how that works. All right. I'm glad, yeah. glad you explained that to me, because I was a little well, I had a second. I had something like profound to say about the we're doing an X, two Xbox bits, and then it just kind of... <laughs> It just went downhill from there, and I didn't really have anything to say. <laughs> it's just kind of like, Yeah. Right. As we reported last week, as well as in the, Ring of, the Lazy Ring of Death podcast, Microsoft made a statement about the Xbox One not being always on. But it needed some kind of connection for verification purposes. That was never fully explained, as was the initial revelation that there would be a second payment for used games on the console. Now it seems we have some answers. Polygon claims that Xbox One will need a um, will need to phone home to Microsoft servers on a regular basis to verify that their user own that the users own the games. Xbox exec Phil Harrison told reporters last week that the Xbox One would need to make contact with servers every 24 once every 24 hours. Now, in regards to the license of the games, it seems that Microsoft will not be charging for a fresh license for a new game. When someone pops in the disc and it installs it, it will authenticate the newly installed version of the game and deauthenticate the previous owner's account. So there is still some confusion as to whether you would have to pay for a fresh license if you were allowing someone to borrow the game. That would uh, that could still happen, but the latest news is good for people who want to rent games and purchase previously owned games from like, you know, GameFly or GameStop. So I'm sure there's going to be more confusion in the coming months. But I kind of like the that idea that it's not pushing out previously owned games. Mm-hmm. So that that part is cool and that you won't have to pay for a second payment but the yeah if you loan the game to someone else that's that would be weird you know what i was thinking about though if if the other per like if i loan a game to you and you install it on your system and it deactivates it on mine as long as i can reinstall it on mine who cares true because if i loaned you an xbox 360 game i can't play it while it's at your house yeah you know what i mean but- so that kind of makes sense yeah, but at the same time too, it's like, oh well, you know, we can't play each other. You know, you couldn't do that anyway. Well, yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> no, See, I now know. You just want, now you just want everything. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, no, uh, but um, it's although it's still kind of weird about the phoning home bit to like authenticate that you own the games. Like I don't understand how that works. You know, I mean, just installed everything. What you know, because. To be honest, Let's see if they're valid installs. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So my thing is though is that you know is it going to be like, you know, I I'm assuming you're going to be able to set when you can have them check it, like when you can do it in you know like when I'm actually on the system or will it do it when it's in sleep mode or you, you assume know. that? Yeah, I know, right? But it's Microsoft. So it could go any which way. <laughs> honestly, though, if, if all it's doing is validating install, you wouldn't even notice. Like, it could do it while you're playing a game or not. It's, it only it's it's not that big of a deal. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But then again, It'll probably do it while it looks for updates. Right. But then again, though, you know, is yeah, is it going to be that, or you're going to have to? Is it going to? They, they still haven't said if it's going to nail you. Like, you need Xbox Live to, you know, to do this. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see about that because. Uh... That would be some bullshit. Seriously. I can only assume you won't because that would be ridiculous. Yeah. And everything that 
I've said would be ridiculous in the rumor train has turned out to be false. So basically, if I think it's ridiculous, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. You're going to need Xbox Live for this. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to talk about the controller because probably one of, if not the most important part of the game console, in my eyes anyway. Um, the start and back buttons that we've all enjoyed, I don't know why we enjoyed them, on the <laughs> Xbox 360 controller have been replaced in the next-gen controller with two new buttons. There weren't any details on what this all meant for functionality and gameplay at the official reveal of the Xbox One, and many have been asking questions. Asking Microsoft questions? Has, that's right. Including me. What the <laughs> hell these buttons do? Microsoft has finally come clean on what these two buttons exactly do. I spelled do as in, like, your library books are due. <laughs> it was late. Um, a, yeah. <laughs> a Microsoft representative explains what these new buttons titled the menu and view buttons exactly do. So he says, the menu button on the right will bring up context-specific menus, which game and app developers can design to enhance the user experience. Microsoft told IGN. The menu button could be used in scenarios such as bringing up in-game menus, showing video playback options, and accessing commands on the console's user interface. So the start button, basically. The same damn thing the start button did. You really think about it. As for the view button, it will, quote, change views or provide more information in games and apps. The function of the view button will be driven by developers. Possible uses of the view button include viewing a map during a role-playing game, displaying a leaderboard in a first-person shooter, and enhancing the navigation on the console's user interface. So the select or back button. These two buttons are the fucking same. Yeah, I know. What's the difference? They, they just changed the name. So I even said, so basically the menu and view button are much like the stat and back buttons just with new names and symbols a bit more fitting to the new Xbox One, Xbox One's interface. Mystery solved. <laughs> That's what I put. So basically, they just changed the names. And they're saying, well, developers can control what the buttons do. Developers could control what the start and the back button did, too. Yeah. The only button developers can't touch is the X button. Yeah, because that's, that's only it. linked to the Xbox. Yeah, it's linked to your dashboard. I'm so happy they moved that to the top of the controller. Seriously, I... I was just so... You know how many times I bumped that button by accident? Yeah, I know. All the time. Uh, 60% of the time, I do it all the time. time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, uh, it's... I know, like, from now on, we're going to get, like, lots of new shit that's coming out for, you know, verifying the news that came out over, you know, from the... Uh, what the fuck do you call it? the uh, launch, you know, the, the launch press conference. So, you know, but kind of base, kind of thing, the only thing everybody really needed to know was either the always on and then just interest on the controller. Because I don't really think, I think everybody's just waiting to see if half the shit that they said on that console works. Yeah, it's that's the thing. And it's like, the only thing that people have been upset about is the always on. 
Yeah. The controller is the normal questions that everyone has when a new controller comes out, and they just want to know if it's going to work because we haven't held it yet, right. so, no, <laughs> so no one knows. But um, it doesn't look like a GameCube controller, so that <laughs> should work out fine. The 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 always on thing. I think I think we have enough information now that you can piece it together that it's not going to be that bad. Right. Now. If you take into account the little conversation me and Steve had about the loading the game, but then you can't play together thing, that is a concern. But then when you think about it, well, you couldn't do that anyway. And that's the thing is that a lot of people go overboard. You know, they're like, but I haven't installed mine. Why can't I do that? And I did the same thing when I first heard about it. But then I won't be able to play my friend. And then Don's like, well, I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Yeah. So nothing's changed. You know, whatever. But but I don't care. <laughs> but where? <laughs> you know. So so if they, as long as they leave it like that, it'll be fine. Rent. We know that we can rent games now, and that's perfectly fine. Actually, it's a little more convenient because if I rent something from GameFly, I get to use it until someone rents it again. True. Which is kind of cool. Um, you can uh, what? You can loan games to your friends essentially, if my logic is right, which it is as always. <laughs> um. I don't know. I think the ex- I think with the new information about the o- the always on stuff, I'm leaning a little bit more towards uh, the Xbox One from what I previously said. But it's um, you know, the phoning home once once a day that doesn't really bother me. But I understand why it would bother others. See, I just go with the flow, man. I don't really give a shit. You want to verify my installs? Go right ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to, to me, it, it, you know, um, yeah, because I, th- I think what's the problem right now is that, you know, while you you have the the Sony fanboys right now that are like, oh, fuck the, the Xbox One, but what do we know about the PS4? Aside, we don't even know what it looks like. We know what the current controller looks like. You know, we know what games, We know more about the controller than the fucking system. We know more about the controllers and the games that are going to be on it. And, you know, it's like, kind of like you know people kind of like to know what it's like because so far you know like nobody knows what it looks like and i don't know why sony is just like kind of being dicks about it they just wait until e3 but it's it's just that's the thing and and i fully agree with you because the sony fanboys and i'm i'm not a fanboy either way i'm going to buy the one that looks the best i don't really give a shit about anything else but the Sony fanboys are just on top of Mount Olympus about their place. Nobody knows anything about it. Like, really, the information that you have was smoke blowing up your ass. You don't really know anything about the, the PlayStation that much. You know a little bit. Just a little bit of things it might be doing. But um, as what we see, one picture of the interface. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's... We need more information. I mean, they fucking demoed the 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 thing over there for microsoft so why didn't they just demo it over there you know it's like it, i know it's just that little stuff that kind of like and maybe it wasn't ready like maybe they should have waited yeah because it kind of seems like well we hadn't fully um settled on the the like oh well we didn't do it because we the the we still haven't decided on the box yet well maybe you should have waited then if you hadn't decided yeah. on the setup you know like, don't do – because now you're just telling me information. You basically just told me everything you just told me could change. Yeah. So this entire meeting means nothing. It's completely irrelevant. So. And then Sony looks at you and goes, you're irrelevant. 
<laughs> the um the only reason I'm kind of looking down on Sony right now is is they're they're playing the talking shit tactic. Mm. And I didn't I didn't like when Microsoft did it previous generation when they were talking shit about Sony. You know I'm like why? Hey, what are you guys politicians? Like, yeah. Relax. You know there's, there's no need for that. Calm all, the fuck down. If first of all if there's only two choices in a generation you both win. Yeah. There's no, there's no loser now. You can't. There already is a loser. It happened last year. So you just, you just there's no need to worry anymore. Oh. Burn. And because that when the Xbox One was announced that day, they were on the Sony like the PlayStation blog. Oh, it's a slow news day today. You know, just being stupid. And then the um, they have a new advertisement that. PlayStation's going to use your TV, too, for games. And it has the background, like, clouds, like it's in the sky, and a PlayStation controller floating there. Like, I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Just silly. So, and Microsoft hasn't said anything. They haven't said anything about Sony that I've heard, anyway. Um, so, maybe they don't have to? I don't know. Yeah. There's nothing to really say, because Sony hasn't said shit. That's true. I mean, Sony hasn't see because Sony's been talking a lot of shit, but at the same time, where's theirs? Like, we haven't seen any of theirs. So, you know, it's kind of like um, you, you may want to check your bitch. You know. Yeah. And that bitch being yourself. Exactly. Like it's. I don't know. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> it's it's just it's funny to me that. Sony's the one that needs to come up with some information. They they can't. They're in no position to talk shit because yeah. Microsoft has has laid pretty much the entire framework of what they're doing out on the table. And even after the reveal, people go, "Well, what the fuck? You didn't say this." Almost immediately, you get an answer. Like I'll see in the morning, "What the fuck with the always on?" At night, I have a story telling me, "What the fuck is with the always on?" You know, it's it's. We're getting instant gratification here for information like this, except for the stuff that they've Microsoft has said that they're waiting for E3, which is games stuff like that. But Sony's just you don't know anything. Like no, like I've said in a couple of my stories on the article on the website, you don't know if if Sony's doing the always phoning home thing either. Yeah, you know they said yeah you don't need a constant internet connection. You technically don't need it with the Xbox either. Yeah. So you know it's 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 all in the wordplay. And everyone's like, oh, Sony doesn't do that. They haven't told you they didn't do that. <laughs> I know, right? So it's just, I don't know. I don't even give a fuck. I'm waiting for E3 because E3 is when we're going to know, I think is when we're going to know at least enough about Sony to talk some shit or either praise them. Right. But whatevs. And then I'm hearing the Xbox One's going to have that remote play too, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was the coolest thing that that Sony had that Xbox One didn't have. Yeah, but that means they're coming out with a portable device. Or are they just using it for the tablets? What? How does that work? Yeah. No, the remote play is where, like, if you have an Xbox One, and I... Well, we'll, we'll being that that's kind of a rumor, we'll use the PlayStation. So if you have a PlayStation 4 and I have a PlayStation 4, and you're playing, I don't know, Tomb Raider 17... And you can't, um, you can't like pass a part that I've already beaten. I can remotely connect to your Xbox oh, yeah, yeah, and play yeah, yeah. it for you. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty dope. I mean, that's yeah. cool. You know, when you be in full bitch mode and you can't beat something, you let a real man handle it. Ah, uh, you know, so it's whatever. 
Uh, all right. We're going to play Call of Duty together. Yeah, and right. I'm going to go, do you want me to remote play your guy so you can beat me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as we do each and every week, we find the company person or entity that does something that just simply reeks of entity. <laughs> <laughs> of a d- 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 douchebaggery and they become the lazy geeks douchebag of the week now for those of you when i when adam goes i haven't really been paying a whole lot of attention i don't know of anybody that's done anything douchey then i just simply said amanda Bynes, and then the next thing out of his mouth is wow that story just writes itself <laughs> yeah that's just she's just a yeah. That's Lindsay Lohan, too. Yeah. Like, there's this train wreck. Uh, this one comes from the Huffington Post. Amanda Bynes is speaking out after her April 20th, I mean, May 23rd arrest. The troubled 27-year-old took to Twitter after being released from custody on Friday, saying that she does, doesn't drink or do drugs. By, Bynes was arrested and taken to Roosevelt Hospital to undergo a psychiatric evaluation before heading to a midtown precinct to be processed after allegedly throwing a bong uh, um, out of the window of her West 47th Street apartment. The former Nickelodeon star showed off her chopped hair in the mugshot um, photo, which made the rounds uh, last week. Uh, in the picture, Bynes can be seen wearing a black sweatshirt and a scowl that she as she posed for the police. She took to Twitter to share her thoughts on her arrest and startling mug uh, tweeting. I only smoke tobacco. I don't drink or do drugs. I never had a bong in my life. I need to get another nose job after seeing my mugshot. Smiley face. Uh, then the next tweet was, I need Nicki Minaj's wig person stat. Uh, Bynes faces charges of reckless endangerment, criminal possession of marijuana and tampering with evidence according to celeb buzz although the judge waived bail of course he did uh he warned her that he could impose a steep bail if Bynes gets arrested again and fails to show up for her next court appearance on july 9th see if this was a regular person there would have been no oh we'll waive it no they would have been in jail and that would have been it but yeah she's a celebrity so a pseudo celebrity yeah and- I, 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 that whole shit. When I moved to LA, I saw this shit firsthand. Like, why? Why is this shit happening? I, <laughs> like, if if I would do even half of the shit those people did, I'd be in prison for the rest of my life. Oh, I know, right? Um, uh, later, she took to Twitter on the 25th to expand the details of her arrest. Now she claims that the NYPD officer sexually harassed her and said she did nothing wrong. Uh, don't believe the reports about me being arrested. It's all lies, she writes. It, I was sexually harassed by one of the cops the night before last, which is who then arrested me. He lied and said I threw a bong out the window when I opened the window for fresh air. Hilarious. He slapped my vagina. Sexually her, Sexual harassment. Big deal. Then I called the cops on him. He handcuffed me, which I resisted quite unlike any of the reports stated. And then I was sent to a mental hospital, offensive, I think I kept asking for my lawyers, but they wouldn't let um, let him. They wouldn't let me. The cops were creepy. The cops sexually harassed me. They found no pot on me or bong outside my window. Uh, that's why the judge let me go. Don't believe the, any reports. Just like we weren't supposed to believe that she crashed her car and she was drinking and all that other stuff. So, who do I believe, Amanda? 
<laughs> but the uh, there's another report, and I saw a link off to the side, <laughs> and this is just kind of funny, and I it doesn't even make any sense. So I guess randomly, nobody knows why, um, Amanda Bynes went on a uh, Twitter attack uh, against Rihanna. <laughs> um, and I just thought it was fun. Usually I don't really give a fuck about that. I just thought it was funny, but she said, Chris Brown beat you because you're not pretty enough. Ouch. No one wants to be your lover, so you call everyone and their mother. See, she can still write songs. You know? <laughs> um, now, this tweet was deleted fairly quickly after the conversation ended. But the only thing Rihanna said was, you see what happens when they cancel intervention? <laughs> Which oh, I thought was funny. I thought that was funny. That's funny, though. Because then she goes, I'm like your fugly face self. I don't do drugs. You need the intervention, dog. I and not like cool, like yo, dog, like right. actual dog. She should have just said bitch. I don't know. That's weird. I met your ugly face in per- person. You aren't pretty. You know, no, no <laughs> twice. Okay, but those tweets were all deleted. So while I'm not a huge Rihanna fan, she's a lot prettier than Amanda Bynes is currently. Yeah, yeah, with you that know. hair. But, the shaved head stuff. Although, together. although Amanda Bynes, if you look lower on that um, uh, didn't posting, they show some of her bra tweet pics. Yeah. I was like, she does have some nice breastuses, but uh, the rest of that's got to go. Yeah, but you can, you can see the crazy. Yeah. Oh no! I, don't get me wrong. I I, I see the crazy. Like, like I I saw the image where she's just standing in the bathroom, no shirt, black pants, and a bra. Just like a towel, or I think her shirt over her shoulder, and her hair is just coming down one side, and she's holding up her phone. So of course I look at her rack first. Oh yeah, not too bad. As soon as I look up, I go, hey. and it's not because her 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 face isn't ugly. It's scary. Like she looks like she's gonna murder you as soon as you fall asleep. <laughs> I'm telling you, something's wrong with this broad. And it is kind of sad because she was always really cool when she was younger. She had the comedy bit and she had the whole TV show and the Nickelodeon shit. And she was fucking smoking hot on that. Her and her sister. Her sister was hot too. Oh, yeah. On the show. Yeah. You know, and like. Kelly, uh, was it Kelly Garth or something like that? Or something. Garth, something like that. Yeah. Jenny Garth. Jenny Garth. That's it. There you go. And then it's like. It reminds me of the whole Lindsay Lohan thing. Yeah. Where Lindsay Lohan was smoking hot too, and now everything's just all like the and not just smoking hot because they're physically hot. They were cool, like they were funny and stuff like that. Yeah. And just you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. That's, that's <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and you see, and then right below those little sexy Twitter pictures that you're talking about is her court picture. I know, she right? It's like a hot mess. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, um, it's time for site comments. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> right, first one is is for you, dude. Is it? Yes, it is. Is it? So this is on the article I just read about the new Xbox One buttons um, from Katie. How you doing, Katie? Um, ha 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 ha! Of Microsoft. Right, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm thinking maybe English is not the first language. I'm not trying to make fun. So I'm going to kind of reword this a bit so it makes a little bit more sense. Ha ha ha, Microsoft. Though I used to be 
a Microsoft fanboy and might still be when E3 happens, depending on what happens at E3. Um, Sony's controller is far more impressive. So while I think I do agree that the Sony controller has much more innovation in it um, on the surface. I mean, there's a lot of under the hood stuff with the Xbox One controller. I don't really think the Xbox controller needed it personally but this is all personal preference because there's people that are like the playstation controller is the greatest controller on the fucking planet mm-hmm. and there's people that say the same thing about the xbox controller yeah so and personally the best first of all everyone knows the truth that the best gaming controller ever created was the dreamcast controller <laughs> um obviously obviously you know and i used to have that little memory card with the little tamagotchi game in it <laughs> that was blew my fucking mind but um yeah, I mean, it's all personal preference, really. Yeah, I mean, I I I agreed with the um, that yeah, Sony is far more impressive in technology, but you know, I I had to say that you know with Microsoft's controller, I mean, they finally they kind of finally caught up with Sony because now you don't have the fucking battery eaters that you do with the Xbox 360 controller, you know, it, it's. It, and it's inside the controller. It's it's inside the controller. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we'll yeah. I'm waiting to see E3 to really make a firm judgment on some of that stuff. Um, the next one is from Baby Night Soil for my comic preview of Flash number twenty. Francis Manpaul Manipal keeps churning out amazing looking issues. There's always innovation in how he uses the panels and the title pages are clever at least seventy percent of the time. Thanks for sharing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I it's from the the artwork in number 20 actually looked pretty impressive from the other issues that I've done as far as like comic previews. I really don't read Flash. Um but uh from the artwork that I posted, this this particular issue seemed a lot cleaner and actually looked like something I may want to actually pick up because it's the return of the Reverse Flash. So we'll see yeah. how that goes. All right. So all right, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you can check out our website, thelazygeeks.com, .com, .com, uh, where you can get all sorts of news in the world of geekdom. Also, be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network on either iTunes or via the website, where you can get all our podcasting content, including the In the Ink podcast, Lazy Ring of Death, and the Cinephile podcast. Like us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google+, regardless of what Adam says. Follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, one word, or at Lazy underscore Nomad, that's me, and at Lazy underscore Sapien, which is Adam over there. The Lazy Geeks theme is provided by Kevin McLeod. So be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until, whoa, well, in two weeks. (laughs) Peace out. Peace out.